Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Well, there are shows for you and about you. Those who work so hard for your money and you want your money to start work, working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow and prosperity today, not waiting 30 or 40 years from now for someday for the market that might work, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But guys, so much more than that about being, it's not just about being rich, it's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you can create a greater ripple effect and impact in the lives of others. And guys, that is why I'm here today. Thank you for allowing me to create that ripple effect through you. Thank you for binging, sharing, tuning in, subscribing to our YouTube channel. Thank you for doing all those things you do, but especially not just listening it, but taking the advice and using it for your life to better it. So thank you so much for being a part of this movement. As a reminder, you can check out our, check out our website, moneyripples.com. There's a great passive income calculator on there that you can use today. Plus, I would also invite you guys all, uh, if you're Ripplers, go to our Money Ripplers Facebook page, look it up, join our group today. Hey guys, have you wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good, consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them or, and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you're allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's prereo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. All right. So, um, you know, everybody's talking about their new year's goals, right? And you're probably just starting into the new year, um, already getting going on this. Um, and, and, and so many times people will say, here's what I'm going to do, right? Or here's what I want to accomplish and this and this, right? Here's the thing is that I've learned over the years. Uh, one is uh, I actually don't do as many of those traditional things people talk about. I don't often create words anymore. I used to create the theme for the year. I don't really do that. Um, I have a list of objectives. And I go for it. But as strategic as I want to become, I realize everything that I want in life comes down to one thing, right? It's not about what you accomplish, but who you are that allows you to accomplish more. Um, I refer to this as divine genius. So before you worry about trying to map out your strategies for 2022, I'm going to give you a different kind of blueprint, one that's helped me be able to create massive, you know, really massive results in my own life, give me whatever success. Again, I'm not the most successful being on this planet. I'm not even close. Um, but I can tell you that there are different ways to achieve things and you can achieve them much happier when you do it the right way. Because there's something I've taught over and over again. And you hear me talk about it as well. It's not about working harder and it's not about working smarter. It's about working right, doing it the right way. And what many people will do is they'll keep focusing on 
trying to achieve something. They're, they're going to try to achieve a goal in their business. They're going to try to achieve in a financial goal. Like we're talking about here. I had somebody saying, I'm going to buy 40 properties this year. Cool. That's great. But before you try to do that, do this thing first. And that's where we're going to talk about this divine genius. Now, uh, if you've heard people talking about soul purpose, not like just S-O-L-E, but S-O-U-L, um, you know, about 12, not actually about 14 years ago, in fact, um, I worked with a guy that now goes by the name of, he used, we used to call him G-Dub, um, but his name is, goes by Garrett J. White. So if you've ever heard of the Wake Up Warrior movement, those kind of things, uh, Garrett White and I actually used to work in a company together. And we, uh, we started talking about things like soul purpose. Uh, Garrett Gunnarsson was another guy to help coin this phrase. And we kind of took it and tried to create more of a process about how to discover what that really is and how to more specifically, um, even though we, him and I didn't quite get to that point, uh, it was more about fulfillment. It was actually about even how to monetize it that I started to develop over the years since then. And it's not something I talk about a lot here on this show because, you know, uh, you know, my, my audience is, is moving and, and changing, right? You guys, a lot of you guys, are the people that are, that do have money to invest or before I was talking to a lot of entrepreneurs. So if you're an entrepreneur, this is perfect for you. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, maybe you're an intrapreneur within a company, this is fantastic. Okay, this is good stuff. In fact, this is stuff that really got Garrett J. White to be who he is today, is he kept going down this path. It's what's helped me as well, and many, many others. And so I refer to it as divine genius, right? It's combining your strengths, your passions, your values, your mission, and everything together to create this way, this genius that you have within you, this genius that as you hear me talk about on the show often is that the real secret to making more money is creating value for people. How do you solve problems? How do you add value? How do you, you know, really help people? How do you serve people in a way that money is just a natural byproduct? And so many people forget this little point, right? Because they always think, okay, well, it's about getting a better paying job. Well, where do you think that better paying job comes from? How does that happen? And it requires more of this and understanding of who you are than it is about just what you do, right? So here's the thing you got to understand that when it comes to strengths, I'm going to break this down for you and how I, you know, just an easy system of how I did it. Now, normally when I've taught this, I've taught it in workshops, you know, that took a couple of days. In fact, my wife, Adisa and I, um, with a few others even did a workshop together. We called monetize your divine genius. And, uh, and in this program, and by the way, I'm actually putting this divine genius, some of this, like, like find your divine genius. I'm actually putting this into our wealth accelerator Academy, just for you, you guys want to know if you want to know how to access some of these more slowly and go through the process a little bit better. Um, the wealth accelerator Academy has that and you can find that on moneyripples.com. Now we talk about these key areas. Number one, strengths. What are those key strengths? Now this was hard for me because I was one of those guys. I was good at a lot of things but not amazing. I wasn't like super talented. Even in high school, you know, I, I got like a 3.6 GPA, 3.8 my last two years, 3.4 my first two because I was messing around. And, uh, and even in college, I eventually got like a 3.85 GPA before I dropped out. You know, yeah, I did great there, but it was never enough to like wow people. It wasn't like a 4.0 or 4.05, you know, like those kind of GPAs. Um, it, was, it was just good, but it wasn't the best. Even in athletics, I wasn't the best. I was good, but I wasn't great. And I was like, well, how do I take this and use it? And then early in my career, even as a business owner, I, I had a hard time finding it because I kept imitating other people. Here's my advice to you. Number one, when you're talking about finding your strengths, don't just try to imitate other people. Don't try to imitate people and think that, you know, you're going to 
copy your way to success because the truth is, is you're not the person you're trying to copy. If you're trying to copy a Tony Robbins, you're not going to do it. You can't copy Grant Cardone. You can't crop, you know, copy Gary Vee. You can't copy any of these people out there that everybody's trying to copy. It doesn't work. You got to find your own unique strengths. So how do you find those out? One, I recommend taking a variety of battery of tests, right? Um, you know, there's the, the Myers-Briggs, of course, you can take. Uh, Human Metrics has a really good Myers-Briggs test that's more accurate. Take the Myers-Briggs. There's the Colby A index. Colby is in K-O-L-B-E. A as an alpha index is another great one. Uh, the predictive index is a great one. We actually have our people that are potential hires in our company take the predictive index before we try to hire them for a position. And in fact, a lot of times we'll even try to figure out which seat in our bus they'll be best at, you know, where they tend to be, because it's not a personality test. It's more based on how they work. Similar is the Colby. Uh, another, another thing I would recommend doing is polling people, polling people that have known you for years and people that haven't known you for that long, because I will, I will promise you, if you ever ask people say, Hey, what are some of my greatest strengths that you've, that you've, that you've seen for me? What can you count on me for? What, 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 uh, what kind of things I'm trying, I don't want to say the word, like what amazed you, but yeah, like what, what kind of things do I just seem naturally good at that drive you nuts sometimes, right? Those kind of things, ask them for that kind of feedback and jot them down. You're going to realize whether people have known you your whole life or people have known you maybe for a few months might come up with the same answers. In fact, it's almost likely they'll come up with some of the same exact answers as each other. I call that get a clue. In fact, if you can find out what those strengths are, you're basically having people tell you why they would want to pay you money, right? What they would hire you for. Because I can promise you as being a business owner, I don't hire people for their weaknesses, right? I don't hire them for what they're not good at. I hire them for what they're amazing at doing, what they can do much better than I can for their genius. I want them in that. Now, strengths are not everything. That's why you can't just stop there. But if you just do that one activity, even just doing a few tests and getting some feedback from people, you'll see some common threads. You'll say, wait a minute, these are maybe some of my top strengths right here. So those are all great. And there's plenty of other things you could do too to help discover this. Again, this is a self-discovery process and it takes time. Two, finding out your passions. What are you passionate about? Passion is the amplifier to your strengths right? Passions amplify it. You know, give me an example. When I was doing ballroom dancing, there was people that, that, you know, were competing since they were like four years old. And I was going as people that were doing that versus me who started when I was 18. Plus it took a couple year break when I lived in Japan. So, I mean, really I'm in my twenties only with like three, four years of dance experience, but I'm starting to pass up people have been dancing their whole lives. How is that even possible? Well, combining strengths and passions make it possible. Because one, I loved it. I had so much fun dancing, right? Like, I, and I not only did I love dancing, but I love teaching others. If you notice, I'm a, I like teaching. This is why I keep doing this podcast. That's one of my passions. I will not ever stop teaching or my soul will die and decay. Teaching is key. So a lot of times people will say, hey, how'd you do that? I would teach them. While there were some other people that were some of the champions out there or even some of the nation's best out there, like I eventually became, there are some of the nation's top ones out there that didn't want to teach you. They didn't really want to share anything because they're saying, I paid for that. Why would I teach you? They would hold it in. But because I was teaching it, I had to keep learning it myself. I had to keep perfecting and getting better. My progress escalated and caught up to a lot of those people that had been doing it forever. They were kind of losing the fire. They were kind of getting, losing the point of why they were doing it in the first place. They liked winning, but they didn't have that same driver, fire, or passion like I had. When you tie a strength, in with a passion. Again, I wasn't the best dancer, but when you take certain strengths, like I did when I 
I like to be consistent. I like to keep trying things over and over and do it better and better and perfect things, which is why I'm doing marathon trainings. Now you do those, you put those things together, you combine it, it amplifies it. And so even if you just took your strengths and your passions and tied them together, it works great. By the way, I have a natural gift for numbers. You know, I, I have a great gift for math, but I hate it. <laughs> I don't like using math. However, I do like using math when there's a story behind it. This is why I went to sociology when we're looking at numbers and statistics. I love statistics, especially when it painted a picture about what's going on behind those numbers. This is also why for the first several months of COVID, I was tracking those and started deriving a lot of my own conclusions based on the facts and the numbers, even when there were numbers being lied about. Um, still, I could see some common threads to say, huh, this seems non-correlatory. Maybe I don't want to deal with that right? Or maybe I'm going to do this instead, or I'm going to try this or that. And by the way, I've actually been pretty healthy uh, for the last two years now. I'm not saying I haven't got it at some point, but if I did, I didn't know it. Uh, so regardless, that's a side note. Again, I love numbers, but I don't just love math. I don't like math, um, but I'm good at it. But you tie with a passion about a story, what it creates, which is what I've done with money. It makes it more fun and I get better at it. Again, I like to see those correlations and then I tie it in with things that I love. So find those passions. I have a few people even say, Chris, I don't know what I'm passionate about. What, what, what would I do? I don't know. Cause I, I'm not passionate about anything. I remember a guy told me that back in 2009, 2000, no, 2008, actually 2008, he was going through the sole purpose intensive with Garrett White. And I, he's like, I, I'm not passionate about anything. I don't have that fire, that love like you or Garrett have. And I said, all right, well, how about this? What drives you nuts? What fires you up? It gets you mad or angry. It's like, oh, I mean, I hate it. Like, like I hate it when people try to hurt my family. Oh, that, that ticks me off. Or man, politics ticks me off. And he starts listening to all these things that tick him off, right? And I said, passion, passion, passion. There they are. Now he was like, great. All right, what do I do with that? Like, what about like with my family loyalty? I'm like, well, loyalty is a good thing. That's something you're passionate about. You're a passionate about loyalty. It's a good value. In fact, when we did his values, another thing you should ask yourself is what are things that are very important to me in my life? Those values started to tie together a little bit. And did that mean he goes and monetizes being loyal? No, but can you monetize loyalty in any facet? Absolutely. When you're working with a team, loyalty is huge. When you're working with other clients, loyalty is huge. Having that, that, that commitment to someone else is everything because again, dollars full of value, that loyalty, that commitment to somebody else is why they pay you, why they trust you. So those are things. I had a guy who was passionate about baseball. In fact, he was passionate. He started tied together. He said, I'm passionate about youth and baseball, helping teenagers, not just with baseball. He's like, I love helping teenagers, especially young men become actual young men. How do I train them? These teenagers to become real men. Not like the, the pansies that we were seeing coming out of the, some of the millennial generation, right? He wanted to train them to be real men, the guys that took full responsibility for their lives and, and actually became good, productive citizens. Well, he was thinking, all right, my goal is to be a baseball coach. And, uh, and, and after a while, we started looking at some options. And I finally just you know, told him, I said, listen, your job. One of the reasons you love your job is that it lets you go do this, you know, the high level, like really like a teenager, not little league, it's a little higher up, right? It's the teenage level of, of little league. You know, I wasn't doing high school, but he's doing league ball with teenagers. And, and I even went to his wife. I said, how is he during baseball season? She's like, oh, the guy is the happiest I ever see him. I'm like, what about the off season? He's not so much. I said, there it is. 
And I asked him, I, this, his name was Bob. I said, Bob, like your job, it has flexible hours. It allows you to take off time whenever you want to do baseball, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, who's to say that this job isn't your gateway to doing what you love? Because, because of the flexibility, it allows you still to have this outlet. You don't have to monetize or do anything with this baseball. It just gives you that drive, that life that you love, and that more abundant feeling, that more abundant mindset as you feel better will attract better things in your life, including higher pay, more opportunities, and you name it, the list goes on and on. And so he did. He kind of dropped just trying to make money out of it and decided to go do baseball and just do it. A few years later, he reaches out to me and says, Chris, guess what? They made me assistant coach on the, the high school baseball team. So now I'm coaching high school ball and even get a paycheck for it. Small, but I'm getting paid at least. It's like, awesome. Keep it up. By the way, he would always take his kids, even in the league ball, to state. That's why it started getting capturing attention. They're like saying, this guy's a good coach. Like, what can we do to get him on, on board? I think eventually he became the head coach um, while also still holding a job. So uh, anyways, guys, there's lots of opportunities there. So strengths, tie in with your passions. Make sure it doesn't violate your values. Make sure you do things aligned with who you are at the core, right? What's important to you. Make sure you know your values. And then the last thing is tying it in with your mission. So for example, like I have a mission statement that I created. Um, it's shortened over time. I'll give you the original version. Uh, the original version said, through powerful conversations and faithfulness, I established higher standards of service, perseverance, and stewardship to create happy, fruitful lives. I've now shortened it to just be, I establish higher standards of service, perseverance, and stewardship to create happy, fruitful lives. This helps me eliminate all the bright, shiny objects and keep me focused on my mission and where I'm going, that vision of how do I show up to establish higher standards? How do I be that leader and teacher, right? How do I show up in a way that can have higher standards of service, perseverance, and stewardship, all in an effort to create happy, fruitful lives? Guys, that's what drives me. That kind of clarity is why I keep doing it. When I try to retire, you know, and go away and just do this podcast a little bit once a week, like I was doing in 2016, and, you know, I'm just barely coaching people. I was just coaching a few people, doing a little bit of insurance. It was great because I, I was already financially independent. I didn't need it, but there was something missing for my soul. And that's where this comes in. Guys, I got to tell you, I feel more fulfilled now doing what I'm doing. You know, even now it's two shows a week, right? And now I'm even doing more on the infinite banking side. And we're doing more on the consulting and helping you guys out. I'm starting to train other coaches to do the same thing. Guys, this is the vision I have. This is the ripple effect I want to create. That happy, fruitful life is what I want for you. That's, that's why I'm trying to create a ripple effect. That money, by the way, money ripples came from my mission statement. It was, it was taking that, that, encapsulating that phrase and saying, I want to create a ripple effect. Money ripples is what came to mind. And that popped in my head. And I said, that's it. I got to snag that website right away for $7.95 from GoDaddy. And I did it. You know, and that's, and that's the kind of thing that just makes it fun, right? So here's the thing. You all have your own recipe. You all have your own way of doing it. The way to monetize it is figuring out how you can best serve people, solve problems by understanding your strengths, passions, values, and the mission of what you're about. Really, the mission encapsulates all three of those strengths, passions, and values. But using that together to get in that genius, to doing the things that people will more than readily pay you for because they know they need you in your life, because they know their life is more valuable with you than without you. And that is the real secret of money. Nothing else. Uh, we could talk about alternative investments all day long. We talk about real estate. We talk about oil. We can talk about all kinds of stuff. The stock market, digital currencies. You can talk about anything you want. But the, at the end of the day, the true economic engine 
is you. You are the economic engine. You are the reason that money is being exchanged. You understand that. Everything else becomes easier. You'll have more than enough money to invest to create that passive income. But what happens is that you find out maybe you're like me, you don't want to retire. Maybe you don't want to fully quit. Maybe you want to make your life about something a little bit more. Maybe you really want to be a rippler as well, where you create that ripple effect going, where you start to create not just a life, but a legacy, a legacy that goes on beyond you, that's bigger than you are. That's what all this allows you to do. So guys, before you just start jumping on these strategies of how to achieve your financial goals in 2022 or business goals, whatever it is, come back to the core about who, who you are. How do you show up? How do you best serve people? How do you best solve problems in this world that people need right now? They need you. They need you for these things. And without you, it doesn't matter. It's worthless. So this is my challenge to you. I want you to not just find your divine genius, but start to really monetize it this year as well. Combine that with the element of passive income and investing and those sort of things and, and cash flow. And I'm telling you, your life will never be the same ever, ever, ever. Guys, my, this is my desire for you guys. If I could give you anything else, maybe this is the most important thing I could possibly give you this year, 2022. This may be the most important episode in your life, especially if you actually do something about it. So again, if you want to dive deeper into this, like I said, as a part of all the education we give about cash flow and passive investing, taxes, infinite banking, all that kind of stuff, check out our Wealth Accelerator Academy. It's got that in there now. So go check that out. Guys, make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.